Welcome to Rudy Radio with Russ. I sewed each one of those sequins on there one at a time. I didn't have a sewing machine then. You know, it seemed like a cool, hip thing to do. If I may use those words. Darcy. Let's set the scene, though. Um, it's not the 80s. You know, those eight-year-old hangovers, they're the worst. You know, they get better with age. Nonsense. Home sweet home, oh. Oh, 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 oh. She found me in the kitchen, so she told me. Butt naked. How long have you been sitting on that one? Rudy Radio, 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 Radio. Oh, my stars, it's Rudy Radio, episode 54. 55. Shit, I was really hoping I'd have it right. Episode 55. <laughs> Welcome aboard, everyone, in, in Quebec City, hot and humid Quebec City. This is uh, Russell Farrell calling, or I mean talking. <laughs> in Toronto, this is Darcy. And this episode of Rudy Radio is sponsored by... President's Choice, Memories of Montego Bay, Fiery Jerk Sauce. Oh, sweet. It's available in your mailbox. Sweet. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. I like that stuff. <laughs> so thank you, Russell. <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Darcy. Russell sent box. me two, two jars of... Uh, I'll keep you stocked up. Memories of no. Montego Bay. I forgot what it was called already. Um, it can't be that good then. But it really is, isn't it? It's Such good. Such yeah. Your mouth on fire. Yeah. Uh, wife likes it a lot. Um, but it, it must have cost you at least three times the value of the, the sauce to, to mail it. It did. It cost me like 11 bucks to mail the two bottles to you. <laughs> but what made it worthwhile was the internet. Those, uh, what made the thing, whole thing worth, worthwhile was sending you also those, those uh, what do you call it, USB lamps for your laptop. <laughs> that made it worthwhile, did it? Yeah, things. they were a buck each. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> so it cost me like nine bus, $11 to send nine bucks worth of goods to you. <laughs> <laughs> These are only a dollar? Wow. Yeah, By man. Fine makers at, at Chateau. <laughs> That's at Chateau someplace, but yeah, Chateau are the wonderful quality. They used to make records, uh, record players way back in the day, and they make the little radios still and alarm clocks. In a lot of things you'll find in the electronics department at the dollar store. Yeah, they make all your connectors and, and adapters That's right. and yeah. Have you been speaking of dollar stores? Have you been to one lately? No, I haven't. No, it's like they they're going out of business. The stores are the shelves, at least in Montreal, are clear. It was so I went in there looking for some sunflower seeds, none available, and there were so many other holes in the place. And it's because we had an oil spill in the river, at uh, in, uh, in the Saint Jean or Saint Jean River, in the Saint the, the Saint Lawrence River. Thank you. And uh, so that closed the, the, the St. Lawrence Seaway down until they had to clean it up and get the ship fixed and all that stuff. So ships had been all lining up there and haven't been able to get their goods, you know, their cheesy wares in to be unloaded, to be transported <laughs> to the dollar store. Didn't you also have uh, some kind of a worker strike down at the docks as well? That's right. So even if they had got the ships in, people wouldn't – the ship would have stayed on the ship. Yeah. Yeah, so it was just a whole, uh, a whole bunch of – you know, ships that lined up, and as a result, the dollar store couldn't stock up. So it was it was so it was so incredible. I tried two places, and seeing the shelves with holes in them, you know, just nothing. Container yeah, after was, container of, uh, of candle holders and uh, apparently sunflower seeds. And sunflower seeds, yeah. <laughs> sunflower seeds and uh, all kinds of cheesy wares for the you know for Dollarama. Yeah, it was quite something. But hopefully that'll get fixed soon because I really miss having uh, the sunflower seeds to snack on. My the interior of my car does not, mind you, but I sure do. So now this light here, do you uh, have you used this? Yep, 
I'd use, I have four of my own. Four? Of course you do. Yeah, I got, four, I got one for every one of my USB ports. <laughs> so I just stick them in there, you know, and, you know, and I have, uh, you know, a little space laptop thing going on, all the lights, little wires. Yeah, it's just uh, one of the things I do with light. <laughs> nice. I'm not sure what I'll do with these. I'll just, for now, I'll just keep them in the box where the uh, Goodwill stuff is. And <laughs> they went to the Goodwill box that quickly, Darcy. <laughs> oh, have you tried one? No. Oh, come on. Plug it in and see what happens. You'd be amazed at how bright that little thing is. The $1 you USB just... light to plug into my USB port and short out my motherboard. Uh, it doesn't sound worth it to me. It wouldn't do that. I put four in mine, and my computer's <laughs> fine. <laughs> my computer had no problems. I didn't even think about that, you know, shorting out the motherboard. But that would be a little crazy, wouldn't it? That, that would happen? Well, if it was a short, why wouldn't it? Well, it doesn't take that much power. Yeah, but still, we might blow out the uh, the USB, right? It's still a nice, still, uh, sucks. still five volts DC. Yeah, that would suck really badly. Um, but I've got like my both my desktops are on the floor. Like I've got nothing where I can actually, you know, unless I wanted to light up under my desk, and <laughs> showcase all the wires. <laughs> yeah, the wires. That'd be cool. That would be nice ambient lighting. <laughs> you know, background lighting. I think it would be. <laughs> You know, but mine, I use it on my laptop and it's sitting on the coffee table in my apartment with these four things sticking out of it. I think Data likes it the most. Oh, yeah. You know, she's uh, quite a light cat, that. <laughs> and they are no longer in my apartment. They are no longer in my apartment. Oh, you got them boarded up, Yeah, they're all boarded Billeted. up at the, the spa yeah, with my cousin Ines. Okay. You yeah, got a cold? Oh, no, just my nose just started stuffing up. You know, something going on. We'll cut it out. Yeah. Stop doing it into the microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I know it's. Uh, I, you know, in so many episodes, I noticed that I, I I snort. Yeah. You know, I swear to God, it's like I'm doing something. But people, I assure you, I am not. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Can't afford to. That's right. That's right. So uh, paying fifty bucks a week to have my cats boarded up. <laughs> yes, eleven dollars no. to send me jerk sauce. <laughs> well, I know you don't. You can't get it there, right? I just don't see it as often. It's, it's, oh, okay. Uh, plus, I don't shop at uh, at the Dominion or I guess it's the Metro now. Oh, any place they sell President's Choice, you know, should have that stuff. Stop your sniffing. Oh, I did it again. I'm sorry. See, it's just a habit right now. I don't know why. It just it just came up. <laughs> you know, I was fine last night, but then again, if I'm sleeping, I don't really know if I'm starting my sleep. But <laughs> true. Uh, you know, yeah, I wanted to say that. Yeah, I don't. I just conked right out last night. You know, I fell asleep before supper. I went to supper, and I didn't even change. I got back after rehearsal, band rehearsal yesterday, took my shirt off, and before I knew it, I was sleeping with my T-shirt, pants, and boots still on, combat you know gear. And then I put my shirt back on and went to supper and came back, took the shirt off, and went right back to sleep. Wow. And uh, missed our recording. I was just conked right out. Yeah, I waited uh, until about 10 o'clock, and I figured you must have passed out. Yeah, I'm so sorry, folks. Uh, I didn't forget about you. I was just unconscious. <laughs> So you did forget. Yeah, well, I didn't really forget. Cause, I mean, it's Tuesday night. It's part of the regular routine. But it was just, I was just, I don't know, my body said, time to shut down. We'll get you an alarm clock. Thank you. I, like I said, if I didn't have the headset plugged in, I would have heard you calling. But did you call? We had this conversation, right? No, I didn't call. I just uh, sent you messages on MSN. Does that make any noise? But yeah, it goes bloop, bloop, something like that. Uh, only if your page isn't open, yeah, I'll get a, a beeping noise saying that, yeah, I do have a message. 
Yeah, so I just, uh, you know, but mind you, it's no guarantee that it would have woken me up because I can sleep through the worst thunderstorm. You know, hell, I can even sleep standing up, apparently. You yep. know, so I, uh, yeah, once I'm sleeping, I can, I can sleep through uh, most noise. Hell, I had an apartment on Park Avenue in Montreal for 12 years, and I could sleep through everything, screaming, the occasional gunshot, sirens, squealing tires. Don't forget the explosion. The explosion? Yeah, that's right, oh, that appliance place. Goodness gracious. I kind of want to think about that. In the time I've been there, there was like one, two, three, like seven fires, the closest one being the apartment building right next door to mine. Mm-hmm. Peter and my mom were up for, for Christmas that year, and I'm Hmm, I smell something burning. It just seemed awful close. So I opened up the door, you know, and looked outside, didn't see anything. And uh, I decided I'd go outside. I said, Mom, I'll be right back. You know, and I went outside and had a look. And sure enough, flames. I mean, it was like 20 feet from where I was standing. Really? You know, flames were shooting out the window of this apartment. I said, okay, Mom, um, we're attached to that building. Once I went back inside, there's a fire <laughs> next door. You guys may want to go to Connie's place. So they did. They went to Connie's place, and I hung out and watched the fire there. You know, for a while, and uh, and the, the the fire department came and you know did their, you know the thing that they do, sprayed their water and stuff, and uh, and it was all said and done. Uh, you know, there were a few more homeless people in the city. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad, and I knew the lady. She had her had herself. Uh, she was running a used, uh, you know, a used thing store. You know, you could get furniture, pans, clothing. You know, things like that. A used uh, stuff store, and. Uh, yeah, I hope she made out uh, well for herself. So I tried to do what I could to help her help her out. I bought her a lotto ticket. You know, she won ten bucks off of it. Oh, nice. Yeah, she won ten bucks off, and she was she asked me. She says, "Did you know it was a winner?" I said, "No, no, no. I just bought the ticket. It's you know, it's for you." And I had a whole bunch of uh, map or not map tech. I had that, but it was on my cardboard furniture already installed. I couldn't give it to anybody, but I had a whole bunch of loose leaf because I was going to school at Vanier College, and my mm-hmm. mom would send me loose leaf. Every chance she got, I swear, I must have had like 5,000 pages, you know, bundles. It was all, I had no place to put it, so I stuck it on top of the water heater in that back closet that was uh, in my bedroom there. Yeah. The water closet, uh, the water heater was in there, and I had a whole stack of it. I said, you know what? You know, her, she's got kids, two kids. They're all school age. I have some paper for her. So it was a good time that I unloaded a bunch of that loose leaf and, uh, and pencils and things that I had uh, – you know, to, to to help her, you know, keep her kids in, in school and stuff and not have, you know, so that she wouldn't have to worry about that. But, yeah, what a – there was never a dull moment on Park Avenue. Yeah, never a dull moment on that place, uh, on that street. I don't miss it, though. I'm happy with my new space. My cousin Ines uh, lives in the building next to the one that burned. You oh, know, really? Where, uh, yeah, she lives in the next building there. and That's where the kitties are on the third floor. Was she always yeah. there? She was always there. No way. Oh, I, you know what? Not all the 12 years, but she okay. was there probably six of the 12 years. Yeah, and she did was you there. meet her before you left Park Avenue? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, yes, I did. And her and Connie have been to my apartment. But it was just because my uncle, I met them when my great uncle, uh, who was the brother of my uh, Aunt Gertie, who passed uh, just recently, uh, he lived on the other side of Hutchinson, or on Hutchinson Street, there was a laneway behind my building, yeah. you know, a back alleyway, and he was just on the other side of that. He was so close, I could have thrown rocks at his windows. And he was there all the while, the 12 years while I was there, and I didn't know him. And just in passing, I'm talking to my grandmother on the phone, saying hello and all that stuff. She said, your Uncle Rupi's up there somewhere. I said, oh, yeah? I said, well, where? 
She says, Hutchinson, I think. She says, just a minute, let me go check. And I'm saying, Hutchinson? Granny? That's the next street over. <laughs> you know, so she gives me his address, and I was at 5980, and his address was like 5830. I said, Granny? That's the next. That's the next. That's the same block, you know. And, and as it turned out, he was just on the other side all that time, and I didn't know what he looked like. But I'm telling you, on my way to school, Vanier College, I passed him. I used to walk down to Van Horn to, and walk to the, the Outremont Metro Station, the Blue Line, and go to the Orange Line, and then up to Vanier at uh, Place du, or du Collège Côte Anyway, <laughs> your stories have so much detail. <laughs> Sorry. He was sitting there on the park bench. There would be this elderly gentleman there, you know, light skin. He'd be sitting there with a nice leisure suit on, white pants, white jacket, you know, wearing his fedora hat, you know, with his cane, uh, hands on his cane, just sitting there taking in the breeze. And I don't know how many times I passed by him, but that was my uncle, my great uncle. Wow. You know, my grandmother's brother. You know, it was just weird. So, unfortunately, I met Ines and Connie at his funeral. You know, and they live, Connie lived on Hutchinson, just further up to the next block up, you know. It was just weird, and I found out there's a whole bunch of family in, you know, in that area. You know, and a, geez, a whole bunch of family, period, in, in Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite amazing. So, yeah, so we're, she's my cat sitter. And you're at another, you another this funeral this week, right? Yeah, I went to, well, the brother of my uncle, Ruf, the sister, excuse me, of my uncle, Ruffy. And, uh, yeah, my Aunt Gertie passed uh, at 93 uh, last Saturday, and we had a service for her this Monday. I left Quebec City after the job on the square, uh, the changing of the guard, and drove back uh, for the service. It was nice. I have to pat Urgel Bourgie on the back because I think they did a ma- an amazing job. I was really thankful that I was able to get there to do it. I thank my boss for allowing me the time because uh, we had a rehearsal that afternoon mm-hmm. and uh, he let me go and uh, we got to say bye and I thought Urgel Bourget took made her look great you know she's always a cute little thing anyway and uh, you know it's the details of uh, service these things that you know that helped you know a token okay you can remember her the little pictures the little pins the stickers and things I never thought about any of anything like that for a funeral you know they just they really took care of everything and I mean I, I was amazed that they did that type of work. Anybody you know, come in town they, from away? Yeah, if you die, call uh, Urgel Borgi. Oh, no, that's no, not what I you mean, asked. No. <laughs> oh. Yes, people. What did you think I asked? <laughs> if anyone come into town, you know, uh, oh, come, okay. you know, you need a funeral <laughs> planner, <laughs> you know, call Urgel Borgi. Oh, okay. No, you were saying, asking you if anyone any, came. Did you see any from, of your relatives from away? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Connie, it was a, it was very small because I mean she was ninety three and she spent a lot of her time in hospital the last uh, you know years like since ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You know, after my mom's uh, uh, funeral. This uh, fun- oh god, Jeez. what am I going? What am I going through here? My mom's wedding, and uh, she sent a gift, but she couldn't attend the wedding. She came back, but she went to Halifax. I know, can't explain that, but she came back, uh, or she was coming back to Montreal, got as far as the train station, and that's when Alzheimer's hit her. Mm-hmm. She didn't know where she was anymore. So she disappeared. You all right? Yeah, sneezing again. She disappeared, or sniffling again. She disappeared. Nobody knew who she was, and it must have been four or five years ago. So she's off the map for like six years. You know, and all of a sudden, Connie, who does a reflexology. Yeah, you told uh, this in the last episode, I think. Yeah, I okay, sort of stumbled okay, yeah. upon her. 
Yeah, stumbled upon her. It was just weird. So Connie was there. Ines was there. Uh, their sister, also my cousin Cindy, was there. Myself and some other lady who I thought was a Hamilton because she looked a little like uh, you know, the Hamiltons. You know, light skin, um, regal looking. I just okay. thought I'd add that thing, but yeah, but there was just there were just five of us. It was a very small ceremony because she was off the the map for such a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, there really wasn't much of a you know a gathering there for her, and a lot of family. Uh, you know, it's just too far away yeah. uh, to come. I think there should have been more. Uh, cousin Amos, if you're out there and you hear this, and you should be listening to Rudy Radio, uh, it wasn't at the service, but he did come to the for, for the showing. He was there for the funeral, uh, the showing. So. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, he didn't make the funeral. But I was, you know, it was only a small funeral. But I was just really happy with the way, you know, uh, the Urge, Urgel, uh, Urgel Borgi people had planned it. It's hard to say that. You know. Yeah, Urgel. I know, but you've been saying it over and over. <laughs> you know, so that's a snort and snorting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I'm, I was really happy with the way they. I said it again. Yeah. So yeah. goodbye, uh, farewell, Aunt Gertie. Yeah, so there we go. So other than that, uh, happy thoughts. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the, though, uh, nothing going on this week? I have a concert tonight for the cadets, the same place as the last time. Okay, uh, yeah. Just a different cadets. So we have that. We'll play about an hour and a half for them. Uh, and I hopefully they'll hopefully they'll be impressed with our music more so than my painted boots. <laughs> <laughs> and this time we're wearing our belts. Uh, the last time we uh, they said uh, not to wear our belts because uh, belts because we're sitting down mm-hmm. and it sort of restricts us. But even though before that we had a concert, not a concert, but we played a bunch of marches, we were all sitting down wearing our beret and our white belt. So the boss said after viewing the video of it, uh, he had taken a video for his own records that everyone looked like they were fat because the <laughs> belt, you know, <laughs> because the belt wasn't cinched at the waist. So now we're wearing our belts for the concert. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone looked just blown right up. So he said, "All right, yeah." So we're wearing our belts now. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't understand why it was even an issue. Because, like I said, we did it before, sitting down, and no one complained about not being able to breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, court reporter this week? No, I have one, but I mean, I don't realize. I don't recall all the details really okay <laughs> you know what i'm gonna get to try i can always clock, wing it an alarm clock and a notepad that's it you know we can wing it those two things <laughs> no it's okay you can save it we, we can have I'll a short show this week we've got okay. nothing going on here uh let's see what i've been doing uh playing a bit of yeah. tennis hey, did you see that's the net tennis have you, have you been to a movie have you gone to see inception yet no the last movie i went to see was star trek with you and got uh, you and kari darcy <laughs> my god you gotta go see inception I've been here. Uh, the special infect, uh, special infects, yes. special effects have been looking pretty good. It's amazing. But I'd, I'm, oh yeah, I'm, I'd like to see it. It'll so, will you recommend little. it? Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah? yeah, like go now. Like since we oh, finish, yeah? go. Oh, I don't have a concert this afternoon. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, we're not this afternoon tonight, and we leave here at three forty-five. But I mean, tomorrow afternoon it should be. Uh, you know, after the relevant, should be. I should be able to do it tomorrow afternoon. And I feel weird about going to a movie all by myself. But I, mean, I will sitting in the dark anyway. Not like no, I have, we you. have lights here. We have lights here. I have television, and I have a DVD player, and I have District 19. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that either. Well, you need the DVD. I can, you know, I can send it to you. Is It'll it cost just, more. Isn't it District Nine, there, though. Uh, District Nine. 
Okay. Yeah, District no, you something. 19. Wow, that's, I didn't know they had so many sequels since District 9. Yeah. <laughs> and I never heard well, of District 1 to 8 either. They just skipped those yeah. all together. They will come out as they're prequels. Sa- that's like, right. They're saving those, saving those for the prequel. Yeah. All right, so uh, I got nothing for you uh, links-wise. What? Oh, actually, one video. Best of the net. Yeah, I got, okay. I got one video. It's um, it's about four or five minutes long, and uh, it's all like, uh, like super slow-mo, you know, when they shoot things with a high-speed camera. Okay. And then they slow it right down. Slow it down, so, yeah, so you so can this see is what's a, going Yeah, on. this is like a montage. Explosions and things. Yeah, exactly. Okay. This is totally an, a, a montage of breaking stuff, you know, like okay. shooting things, shooting like wine glasses or or uh, bursting water balloons. It's really cool, colorful, with okay. some music in the background. I like it. Like that show, Over the Top? Or what is it? Oh, it's not called Over the Top, Russell. What's it called? Where they, They're on the roof of this building, and they drop things over, and you have to over guess, the, over you the know, edge? answer the question. Over the Edge, yeah, it's like that. It'd be good have to have Have you watched a, that? Yes. That's I've the new it. game show uh, hosted by a, a wrestler, right? That's right. Yeah. And so what it is, you have so much time to answer the questions. and That's right. And as you answer these prizes, but I know I said, this is ridiculous, but they're replicas or models of the prizes. Either way, still shit's getting busted. Oh, it's not the real so, prizes. That's Yeah, it's not the real prizes. Oh. But if it was, I'd be with waste like that. Can you imagine? <laughs> a car? They send cars over the roof. Cars and pianos and shit. Holy Moses. I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 no. So, you know, you have a panic button. You can hit the stop the belt. You know, and it uses up one of your lifelines. And at the very end of it, you know, if uh, you don't get uh, all the prizes go over the edge before you answer it, you answer all the questions. Then your partner, your friend, your best friend, they have hooked up and gets the bungee jump, whether he wants to or not. So they're on the <laughs> treadmill, and they can be right over the edge, you know, without the drop. But you get the question wrong at the end, and then they drop your friend over the roof too. I like it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be the guy on the. I'd I'd like to be the guy answering the questions. I couldn't handle being the guy on the on the bungee cord. You know, what are you being talking dropped. about? You, you, I wouldn't you want to apply, be dropped over the roof. You applied for uh, for wipeout. Uh, I know for wipeout. I did. Did you hear anything? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. I'm are thinking. They, are they just going to you know, email you or what? I would hope so, because that was the only way to apply. Okay. That was so the only you, way to apply. So I applied, and I haven't heard anything. So you, you give them a certain information. Oh, you know what? I've never checked my junk mail. Thank you. Because who knows? Um, yeah, I was watching it, uh, was it yesterday. When's it on? Mondays or Tuesdays? Uh, it was on Tuesdays. Yeah, Tuesday. Last night it was on. Yeah, so it was like a double episode. There was like two. It was two hours of it. And uh, yeah, it was like the best they did. The best of, uh, or you know, losers from prior. Uh, Prior shows were able to. The one I saw, they were losers from uh, you know previous shows that were able to to go on and try again. Well, this one last night was called the Blind Date, which basically just means they just paired people paired up. paired people up, yeah, and then pretended that they were on a date or had some kind of future together after this game. But uh, yeah, right. But some of that stuff, I just now I can't watch the game without picturing you <laughs> doing this. <stuff. laughs> Ooh, Rudy Radio Splush, <laughs> Rudy Radio Splash. <laughs> Soccer punch. Oh, Rudy yes. Radio. <laughs> so, you know, I've been watching it and kind of studying. Okay. I'm thinking, what if people just grabbed their hands on one of those, on the punching things? You know, instead of, I wonder if that's one of the, you're not allowed to touch the punching things. You know, that's it. Yeah, I don't Something, know the rules. I hold would, on to those. I, I do that like, too. I go back and think about how would I beat this? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. You know, that, that, they call it that uh, crankshaft thing. No. There's no way in the world that thing's knocking me in the knocking me in the water. You know it now, right? Yeah. But the thing is, yeah, it's they'll have something it. new. They'll have something new. They'll never be that thing in there again when you go and do it. They'll be all yeah, new stuff. Have, 
Yeah, they'll have a whole bunch of Canadian threats. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I thinking? Oh, but you're saying you didn't want to be bungee jump, uh, jumping. Yeah, there was, yeah um, bungee jumping is not for me. In the Wipeout Zone, the end of the show, they start off, you know, they start off with like a slide or, you know, some kind of yeah, water slide or, or something. Yeah, or something that throws you. Or <laughs> this, yeah, this had a catapult. A catapult, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. I said, okay, Russell. You know, back in my cadet days, we did that steel wire thing where you put your hands on this thing and you swing down the steel wire. Oh, a zip line, yeah? Yeah, the zip line. Thank you. I did that, and I did one of those things at uh, Canada's Wonderland. Uh, not Canada's Wonderland, excuse me, the, the expo, uh, the expedition at the CNE. and Yeah. Uh, that's it, the CNE. And uh, they had one of those Towers of Doom. It was like 11 floors. And I was with the Central Band, the Air Force Band at the time, and we were playing at the show, but we had a few, you know, some extra times, uh, extra time there as well. We were doing the Warriors Day Parade. So anyway, I thought I'd try it with, uh, you know, one of the fellows in the band, a tuba player. And I was scared to death. Mm-hmm. I did it. I went up there, and I mean, it was so bad when they dropped us, I couldn't scream. My mouth just opened up and nothing came out. <laughs> and they, tor- they torment you because you don't know when it's coming. They leave you sit up there for a while. You know, your legs, da- your legs dangling. You can see the curve in the lake, you know, in Lake Ontario. You know, and uh, all of a sudden, poof, down you go. And the scream wanted to come out, but nothing. I don't even know if I could breathe. So we landed <laughs> near the bottom. And I got off and, you know, thanked my lucky stars and told myself, Russell, that's awful. I hated it. But like an idiot, I got back on it just to confirm that I hated it. <laughs> and I, I won't do it again. I did it twice. And yeah, Russell, you were right the first time. You hate it. Yeah, so it, uh, I figure after doing that, okay, being thrown through the air 400, not 400 feet, but 50 to 60 feet really can't be that bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll plug my nose. <laughs> I'll plug my nose, do a Superman pose, you know, for a little while, grab my nose and hope I don't land on my face. <laughs> 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 and when I do land, that I don't get knocked unconscious. You know, they have to fish me out. But uh, yeah, they catapult people in there. It's pretty brutal. If there's any part of it that would frighten me, the the, the yeah. sinisters look a little rough too. Uh, yeah, getting whacked. Uh, I'm seeing the way some people's bodies get bent. I'm thinking that can't be good for the spine. Yeah, you know? some, there must be a lot of injuries, right? There must be pe- yeah. stuff they're not showing. That's right. There would have to be. Because, like, you know, I can imagine the waiver that you have to sign. It's probably like 25 pages long, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, everything's nice and padded and stuff, but it doesn't keep you from landing funny or, you know, like... That's right. You know, getting your spine bent backwards. Dislocating your shoulder or... That's right. I've seen the show where one person had to leave, excuse me, due to wow. injury. Oh, really? I've never yeah. seen any of them actually show anybody really get hurt. Yeah, I've seen, uh, but I mean, they didn't crawl off. They weren't carried off. The person just waved and, you know, waved uh, and called it quits, you know. And I've seen other people quit too, but uh, one person, uh, it was a shoulder injury. Yeah, I do believe. Oh. Yeah, so, but I can imagine, like I said, I can, you can imagine it happening. Getting whacked in the face by some of those things. You know, you stand in those little pedestals as the sweeper arm comes by. The one that stays steady, that, you know, doesn't turn or rotate, you know, going up and down. So you have to decide whether or not you're going to jump over the arm or duck under it. Yeah. That one's brutal. You know, when that thing knocks your feet from underneath you and your head goes pow down on top of that pedestal, <laughs> I'm thinking that hurts. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but I'm thinking that hurts. All right. Well, here's hoping that it's you. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. in Toronto, <laughs> it's Darcy. In Quebec City, in the humidity, at the Citadel, this is Russell. <laughs> and we thank you for listening to Rudy Radio. RudyRadio.com, where you'll find uh, the show notes and a link to that video I mentioned earlier. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Yep, bye-bye.
There's 30 minutes you'll never get back. Music from Medio's Music Alley. Music.medio.com. The song is titled WW from Green Room's album, Connect. Available at CDBaby.com. Links are in the show notes at our site, RudyRadio.com. Also on our site, you'll find our Facebook page and iTunes, where we'd love you to leave us your feedback. Please tell us you love us. Because we love you, and we thank you for listening to Rudy Radio.